up, gamers? Welcome to the next episode of the Racial Diversity Gaming Hour. I think this is episode 22, isn't it? Uh, Yes. Okay, we're on episode 22. I needed a little help there. Um, (laughs) Obviously, last week we had our episode 21, which was our recap of E3. Um, A very interesting E3 this year. You can't top a new console release. But this E3 was still pretty good. And we gave an in-depth recap just how we felt about what happened. If you haven't checked that out, you should. It's still available on iTunes and on our website um, at PSU.com if you're a PlayStation fan. Um, If you're an Xbox fan, we won't ask you to sully your perfectly green hands on a PlayStation site. Just check us out on iTunes. Um, Of course, with me, I have the most racially diverse gaming cast on the internet today, beginning with our Best friend, Ben Sterling himself, the original. How are you, Ben? I am pretty good, thank you. And you? I'm not too bad. I'm, I'm, I'm more awake than I was yesterday. I, I stayed yeah. up very late yesterday and getting to my new job and stuff. So things are pretty busy for me, but I'm, I'm doing well. Fair enough. It's, I'm kind of awake tonight, so I'll go with that. <laughs> How has gaming been for you? Uh, pretty good. I've been actually playing a lot of Warframe today because uh, the event ends in a few ho- in a few hours now. So I kind of wanted it done. What event is on? Uh, basically, you had to do a, one. Of, they've got. They've added a new capture mission. So what they've done is, if you get 100 points, which takes about 12 runs, if you do it in the hard mode, um, you get a free scarf. Oh, okay. It's pretty um, cool. It, it's just a, as a sort of a show off. It's to make people try the new mode out, pretty much. Of course, by the time you guys hear this podcast, it will be over, so this has yeah. been a segment called What You Missed. Um, yeah, what you, you, you missed this amazing scarf. Yes. Um, <laughs> also, of course, we have our favorite resident Russian, KGB Gary. How are you, Gary? Oh, I'm hanging in there. <laughs> hanging in there? Yeah. That's not That's not what I want to hear. No, I'm sorry. What? Work has just been a terrible mess lately, so. Oh, no, I know. I know how that feels. Um, hopefully gaming has been a better friend to you. Oh, kind of, yeah. Kind well, of. It, was, it was yesterday. Yes. What did you do yesterday? Oh, well, my buddy and I, we played some Battlefield 4. Battlefield 4? Yeah. Did it work? <laughs> Sometimes. Sometimes, okay. Um, well, of course, the new Battlefield Hardline beta, uh, if you attended the E3 experience like I did at PlayStation... You now should have your code for the Battlefield Hardline beta. Um, I actually got mine just a little while ago. So after this podcast, that's probably what I will be doing. Um, I've also been able to try out the Destiny Alpha, which I enjoyed very much. Although I didn't actually run into any people. I was all by myself most of the time, which made me sad. Um, News has been pretty slow this week. uh, With E3 gone and and still kind of the topic on everyone's tongues, uh, there isn't very much to talk about otherwise, uh, which is disappointing because we're a podcast about video gaming news. So when there's no video gaming news, well, you know, we're we're in trouble. But we've already done talked, we've already, um, (laughs) we've already done talked about uh, E3. Um, (laughs) And so... Uh, I wanted to kind of talk about something that I saw today. PlayStation, if you are a PlayStation fan, PlayStation has begun a flash sale, or will begin a flash sale tomorrow, 
Um, they're calling it the only on PlayStation sale. And it's literally just PlayStation exclusive games, um, up to 50% off for non-PS Plus members, up to 75% off for PS Plus members. And so uh, here, are, here are the titles that we have. We have Dead Nation Apocalypse for PS4, uh, Flower for PS4, PS3, and PS Vita, um, Ico, 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 I haven't heard of that one. Um, uh, you should buy that, it's amazing. Is it really? I haven't heard of it. Um, yeah, it, it's, the, it's the original, it's the first game before Shadow of the Colossus. Oh, okay. Um, uh, what people don't, uh, a lot of people don't remember, they don't know this, but it was actually developed for the PS1. But because of all the delays, yep, just they've done it before. It got ported over to the PS2. Oh, okay, and then they just did a remake or, or port for the PS3. Yeah, they made a HD remake. Okay, okay. Um, well, then we have Little Big Planet, the original Little Big Planet for PS3. Uh, if you were interested in uh, Little Big Planet three, but you haven't played Little Big Planet one, you know, if you have PS Plus, it's only seven dollars and fifty cents. Come on. Um, PlayStation All-Stars Battle Royale for PS3. Um, My favorites, Ratchet & Clank Future, uh, Tools of Destruction, and A Crack in Time. Uh, Shadow of the Colossus, Terror Away for Vita, and Twisted Metal for PS3. Um, Obviously not a lot of PS4 stuff, mostly PS3 with a couple Vita games thrown in there. And so this is not the first Flash sale that Sony's done. They've been doing Flash sales out the yin-yang over the past... Actually, since the PS4 released in November just last year, we've been getting a lot of Flash sales. And, you know, some of them have been better, quote-unquote, than others. They're usually kind of older games that other people... uh, that you might be most interested in if you haven't had a chance to play them yet. Um, But there are some gems in there now and then. I I believe early on, Killzone Shadowfall was out for, like, half its usual price. And uh, Assassin's Creed... Was out for was part of a flash sale, so they do some pretty um, high, uh, some pretty recent games too. I'll, I'll put it that way. Um, Tomb Raider had a really good flash sale in Europe. Tomb Raider, yes, absolutely. Tomb Raider for PS4 was like fifteen pounds at one point. Um, Injustice: Gods Among Us was part of it. I got that's when I got it. Um, and was Thief part of it once? Was Thief ever part uh, of it? Yes, Thief was a flash sale just not long after Tomb Raider. Yeah. Yeah, I, I want to add something to this Thief thing. Thief on the PlayStation 4, North American version, on the PlayStation Store, on the PS4, is completely broken. The, the North American PS4 version is broken? What do you mean? Okay, when it was on sale, the Flash sale, I went into it because I was going to buy Thief because it was on that sale. I went into it, and it wouldn't give me the sale price at all. It just kept giving me the original price, fifty nine ninety nine. What? Yeah, it was driving me nuts. So eventually the f- f- sale passed, and then they announced the demo. You can go download the demo on the PS4. Mm-hmm. You go to download the demo, and it doesn't exist. Even though it says demo available. You ki- it doesn't give you the option to download the demo to that game. That's really it, weird. It drives me insane. <sighs> they screwed up with the Tomb Raider, actually, in Europe, where... Um... If you, when it first, in fact, they didn't even know it was on flash sale because I was talking to a guy, some of one of the tech guys from Sony. He didn't even know it was on sale at the time. Basically, they put it up on sale before it was supposed to be on sale. Right. 
Um, so if you checked on the PC, it had the sale price. But if you went to try and purchase it, sometimes it popped up with a full price. But it actually only charged you the half price. But if you loaded a PS4 up, uh, it was always full price. Okay. Um, Even when the sale started, it, it kind of glitched. And it was still full price on the console, but half price on PC. Really, really quick, the, um, you're probably hearing some sounds. Uh, you guys probably are, but on the recording, you guys are probably hearing some sounds from my computer. Um, I just got a couple emails that we'll talk about in just a bit. Um, but my point in bringing up these flash sales was not the flash sales themselves, but the comments beneath the flash sales. Um, guys, I'm a gamer. Are you guys gamers? Yes. Uh, uh, yeah. Lately, I've been wondering, is this a fact that I'm proud of? Uh, am I proud? Would I be happy walking up to someone and saying, hey, dude, I'm a gamer? Would, would I be p- proud of that? Because lately, I've been feeling like gamers are not very nice people, just in general. Um, not, not pointing to anyone specific, but just in general, gamers are not always very nice people. Um, because I'm looking at this, and I, I say that because what I'm about to say isn't necessarily confined to things like PlayStation flash sales. Um, this is a smaller flash sale. Place, uh, Sony has had larger flash sales with more titles, more, um, more recent titles as well. And I, I, this is just kind of a smaller one right now. And all of these comments, I mean, you begin with, that's it, you know, nothing for me, these PS4 has no games, you know, nothing for PlayStation Plus subscribers, because the, um, the Ratchet and Clank future ones, the, way, the way these work is you have an original price, it, it tells you how much the game is usually, then how much it is on sale, and then how much it's on sale for if you have PS Plus. And Ratchet and Clank Future, both both of the Ratchet and Clank Future games don't have a PS Plus price. So you have people saying, oh, what, nothing for PS Plus? What's going on? Uh, it's a terrible sale. This is weak. This is horrible. Um, so there's all that there is is flower. This is so lame. Um, I'm, I'm giving up on you, Sony. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's really ridiculous because, quite frankly, Sony doesn't have to do this, Okay. Microsoft is its biggest competition right now. Microsoft isn't doing this. Microsoft's not doing Flash, at least not that I've seen. I I could be wrong. Um, But as far as I've seen, Microsoft is not doing Flash sales like this. So Sony has no reason to do Flash sales like this other than to make you happy, okay? To add more value to PlayStation Plus and to make gamers happy, to get more games out there. Um, um, So it's really... So look, Sony are liars and scammers and should go to court and to jail. Why does PS4 still not have MP3 in games like you always promised us for years? I hope you get a lifetime sentence for consumer fraud. I mean, really? Really? This was from Baney Funny <laughs> on uh, number seven on these comments here. It's, it's, it's ridiculous. Go read number 25. Go read... Do I have to? <laughs> no. This sale is actually the worst PS Plus edition applied sale I saw in years. Quite not sure, quite not sure what to think about it. Um, excuse me, I'm, because... quite, I'm quite not sure what to think about your grammar. Um, the only on PS titles are just ten. Maybe The Last of Us or Beyond Two Souls or other recently PS only other recently PS only titles should have been on the list. And what the NA means? No PS Plus discount applied, or we need to wait. You, you know. Okay. This because is, poor literacy is cute. 
Oh my goodness. It's just I don't think people know that Beyond Two Souls is not available to buy digitally. No, it only came out physically, didn't it? Yeah. See, this is just <laughs> Sony just does not have to do this. And yet they don't. All it does, all it does is make people complain. Even on larger sales, even on the big even on the big flash sales, there are people who are always like, "Oh, there's nothing for me." So this is terrible, Sony's liars, Sony sucks, PlayStation sucks, no games on PS4, whatever. Uh, you know, go, go somewhere else. Bring your freaking ungratefulness somewhere else. You are being offered games for like half the price that they usually are. Okay, Xbox gamers don't get that. You're a PlayStation gamer and you're getting half-priced games and sometimes really, really good games, all right? It's not like these are all just B-list games. Tearaway's the best game on the Vita, all right? The Ratchet and Clank Future, the, I, in my opinion anyway, best in the series. And even though there aren't many PS4 games yet, the, before you say anything, there aren't many Xbox games yet either, okay? Even so, they're still throwing some PS4 games in there too. Even some recent ones. Killzone Shadowfall was on a, one not too long after November, in fact. And yet all anyone, all these people have to say is just, oh, this sucks? Really? Go buy then fine. Let's Sony can just take away the the flash sales then, then just charge everyone normal price so that people can stop complaining. And are, are gamers are gamers really this ungrateful? This this isn't confined to PlayStation platform. Um, excuse me, PlayStation flash sales. Um, I always talk about Guild Wars Two because it's one of my it's my favorite MMO. Basically, I, I love Guild Wars Two. The thing about Guild Wars Two is in Guild Wars Two you get rewarded for everything. You get rewarded for breathing, okay? You, you walk into a new area, you get EXP. You walk over a little square, you get EXP. You walk over a little diamond, you get EXP. You kill a mob, you get EXP. You don't kill a mob, you happen to swipe it on the butt when you walk by, you still get EXP. You, <laughs> you walk through an event without doing anything, sometimes you get EXP for that. You get rewards for everything in this game. And yet, if you kill a mob and you don't get like the reward you were expecting, you know, um, or if there's a glitch at some point, and, and a, I, I'm, I'm thinking specifically of the recent event with Scarlet, um, you'll if you if you play Guild Wars Two and you played the Living Story, you'll know what I'm talking about. Uh, the whole thing with Scarlet destroying Lion's Arch and whatnot. Um, one of the mobs in the event where you take Scarlet down. Um, I, at one point, the boss wasn't giving rewards the same way that they changed it for some reason, and just people were just ripping Anet a new one. Uh, ArenaNet, the developer of the game, so, ArenaNet sucks. They're they're greedy. They're this. They're that. And it's like, dude, how many freaking rewards do you need? What's gonna make you happy? I mean, you already get rewarded for everything. Are, are gamers really this ungrateful? Are they really? Are they really this kind of ungrateful person that I'm that I'm hearing about? Uh, you, you know, stereotype. Okay, stereotypes. Uh, game. There is. There are stereotypes for gamers. Believe me. Um, I have a friend who, a very pretty lady, who I, I was. She wasn't talking to me. She. Was, I just happened to be there. She was talking to someone else, and about a guy she had dated. And she was saying, if I had known that he was a gamer, I would never have dated him. I would never have dated him if I known he was a, if he, if I had known he was a gamer. And like, are, what do you guys think? Are are gamers really this kind 
of of person this ungrateful? Are, are people really this ungrateful when they're getting things for free that other or, or for less than that other people don't have the opportunity to get? Yes, to a point. I think it, it's always the case of when you give people something free, for example, on PS Plus, they love it, and then they start complaining that it's not the stuff they want. And it's pretty much with the sales now as well. People were, oh my god, flash sales, these are awesome. And now it's, oh, it's not the games we want. It it, it all goes back to what I what I've pretty much been calling the me generation. If it doesn't appeal to me, change it or give me something else. <laughs> it's pretty much what it is. It's it's absurdly selfish. Like I mean, come it on. is absolutely selfish, and it's disgusting. You know, they give you what six games for free, and people are complaining. Well, I I'm technically paying for them. I'm giving them fifty dollars a year, and they're giving me six games a month for free. Let's do the math there for a sec. <laughs> and and it's like, oh, it's not the games I want, or I already own them. Okay, I'm pretty sure there's one, two games out of the six you probably don't own. Furthermore, yeah. if you paid the full 50 bucks, you have 12 months, okay? 12. So if, if this month you don't have anything new, that's okay. There's probably still flash sales <laughs> where you can get other games for cheaper. But exactly. guess what? Next month is probably going to have something else, you know? Yeah, a flash sale is every month now. Right, in addition to the PS Plus free games. Yeah, and this is not even a flash sale. This is just a random sale. Yeah, exactly. It's not even a flash sale. You know, it's horrible. Because Sony can just say, you know what? We'll just just charge them $50 to play online. Yeah, that's what what Microsoft did. What people are driving them to to, to do if they want to do it. That's precisely what Microsoft did. It's it's like, hey, if you want to play online, if you want to do anything online, you have to pay us fifty bucks a year, or, or is it sixty, or is it fifty or sixty a year? For it's fifty bucks. Oh, it's fifty. Oh, for Xbox, it's sixty. For Xbox, it's sixty. Oh, say, so you have to pay sixty bucks a year if you want to do anything. Like this is the first time that now things that you already pay for, like Netflix and Hulu are outside of that paywall. You don't have to pay 60 bucks to watch something that else that you pay for on your Xbox. And, you know, PlayStation has never done that. It's always been, hey, um, if you pay, we'll give you all these benefits. Now with the PlayStation 4 recently, yeah, we'll add online to that because we need to, to you know, keep us going here, basically. But, hey, we're still going to give you all of these games for free. Um, things, A lot of games that we don't give you for free we will give you at a very steep discount, even if you don't have PlayStation Plus. These games are, I mean, some of these games are 75% off. Some of these games are half off. Like, uh, unbelievable. And yet no one, just no one seems to be great. No one seems to be happy. These people just don't seem to be happy. Uh, yeah, wh- why? Because it's not what they want. It's not. That's the problem. And some people are. Some people are. Um, like this guy here. Ironically, the same person who, um, the exact same person whose comments I read not a while ago, Benny, Benny Funny. Too many complainers here. Please buy a Wii U, everyone. <laughs> so that's a little hypocritical, but I'll take it. <laughs> you know, some other random ones. Is PS All Stars going to be crossed by with the Vita? Lately, I don't have that much time to play at home, and for that price, I'm kind of interested in it. 
you know, I, I, I have... $5 for PlayStation All-Stars is a steal. I know, I have most of these, but I don't have Tearaway. I'm looking forward to grabbing that one and happy it doesn't take too much space. Thanks, guys and gals. Uh, it's pretty decent, going to pick up All-Stars, but I don't know what they mean by not applicable for Ratchet & Clank. Um, you know, that means there's no PS Plus price for it. So, exactly. So, That's all what I'm saying is that not everyone here is like that. Not everyone here is an ungrateful scumbag. <laughs> but... Um, and then there are some that show indifference. Some of them are like, meh, you know, nothing here for me. That's fine. Um, whatever. You know, there's there, there will be other flash sales, and those flash sales might have something you do want, and that's fine. But there, not everyone here is just slamming PlayStation for not having, like, a full library of games for half off. And, you know, the thing about stereotypes, and this goes with any stereotype, stereotypes are usually not born out of rumor. Stereotypes are usually born out of some truth, okay? People don't usually just make something up and then all of a sudden, oh, this is what everybody thinks about this particular kind of person. Um, usually stereotypes are born from some kind of truth. So is this the kind of truth, is this the kind of stereotype that we want to have as gamers? All right, Our, The stereotype for gamers is not necessarily a good one. There, there are some stereotypes like... Hello? RDGH, can I help you? Okay. Oh, no! <laughs> there, that was Gary. There are some stereotypes like, uh, look at me, I, I'm black. There are stereotypes that black people love watermelon. Um, and actually, I do love water. <laughs> I do love watermelon. Um, but, you know, I mean, that's... Uh, there's a stereotype that British have bad teeth, like drinking tea and eat crumpets. Well... I kind of fit all three of those. <laughs> I fit all three of those. And <laughs> black people love fried chicken. I'm a vegetarian. That doesn't work for me. But, you know, these things are, are born out of truth. A lot of people do, a lot of um, black people do love watermelon and, and fri fried chicken. It's kind of a cultural thing. And that's just how it is. And these stereotypes are not bad. Um, they're, it's just like, oh, they like chicken, whatever. But, you know, there are bad stereotypes. And, and so I ask, is this the kind of stereotype that gamers want? Is this how gamers want to be looked at as, as um, people that people don't want to date? You know, as people that are ungrateful and rude and, and just... The internet by itself seems to bring out the worst in people. Uh, the anonymity of the internet just kind of seems to bring out the worst in people on its own. Do, do gamers need that? Do you know why that is? That is because people can say whatever they want on the internet and get away with it. None of these people would ever walk up to Sony and say, this sale sucks. You guys need to be sued. They yeah. will never do that. The, the, there are <laughs> things... This reminds me of the, um, the Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon. It was the best. Um, I can't remember the guy's name. He's a professional baseball player. He had been in New York, but he left. He went somewhere else because they offered him like a $250 million contract or something like that, um, which is crazy. And then he was coming back to New York to play baseball. And Jimmy Fallon was like, yeah, we knew he was going to get booed. And so <laughs> we actually sent him out there. They had an interviewer and a giant picture of this baseball player. And um, the interviewer asked these people, hey, so, um, you know, how, what do you think about this guy? Are, are you going to boo him? And some of them were like, heck, yeah. All of, all of them were like, yes, I'm going to boo him. I'm going to boo the heck out of him. And then uh, the announcer said, oh, points to the picture and says, okay, let's see. 
And they all like, boo, boo, you suck. You suck. Go back to wherever you came from. We don't need you in New York. And then they turn to the, the um, interviewer and they're like, okay, I'm done. And I feel, that, that sounds my PlayStation, by the way. It's on in the background. Um, they're like, okay, I'm done. And so the, the announcer says, really? Can we see some more? And then they turn back to look at the sign to boo it some more. And the actual baseball player is standing there. It, like he, he had been like inside the sign. It was actually a box. And he just walked out while they were looking away and stood there. And then they turned to boo him again. And they're like, uh, holy crap. And, and then the next thing you know, they're like slapping five with him. They're like, oh, this is the greatest guy in the world. You know, I was just kidding. And, you know, I, <laughs> what had happened? One guy was like, see, um, what had happened was, um, and he just couldn't say anything. Like, it, it's, it's just funny how... You know, when you think no one's looking, the, the whole thing about integrity, that I guess it's a cliche now, that uh, the definition of integrity is who you are when no one is looking. And unfortunately for a lot of people, when no one's looking, we get a lot of douchebags when the internet is concerned. When you think that no one can see you, when you think that no one cares and that you can get away with it, people show low, 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 low integrity. And they say things, they say terrible things to people that they would wet their pants before they said um, in real life. And I, I like to, I don't usually bring it up. I don't usually say stuff like it, but especially for me, I mean, people say that I look intimidating and then they talk to me for a little while and then they're like, oh, you're just a gentle. So I, I get names like the Jolly Green Giant or the Gentle Giant or something because I'm six seven, And... You know, but some of these people would not dare say things like that to my face. They wouldn't, because like, because then I'm there. Then they couldn't just get away with it. On the internet, they could just log off. They can just get away with it, and, and no one knows the wiser. But it, it just brings out the worst in people. And I hate to think that gamers and, and video gaming, because I love gaming. I like, I like gamers, but I hate to think that gamers are starting to develop the same kinds of stereotypes for themselves, um, not just with PlayStation sales, not just on the consumer level, but in games as well. Just the behavior that they exhibit is not really representative of, of what we would like to be known as as gamers. Like, have you guys ever noticed anything like that when you, when you were playing games? Uh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 most of the time I just ignore them. What what kinds of um, what kinds of interactions have you had with these people? Uh, well, they they insult me. Well, because I'm on an American server, so a lot of times I I might get insulted because I'm British, uh, which then I just respond with, "Okay, I'll go make a cup of tea." <laughs> Dude, listen, Brit the British and tea. I don't understand this. Um, this is that is one stereotype that's very true because I'm, I'm saying I work at Universal, and um, this isn't my first time working for Universal. I worked for them before in a food service role, and Universal Studios is in Orlando, Florida. They have one out in Hollywood as well in California, but I'm in the one in Orlando, Florida, and it's Florida in the summer. It's like 150 degrees outside. And we have people come through the line and look me in the eyes and say, do you have any hot tea? Well, yeah, we could be on the sun. <laughs> and we'll still, why would you want your tea cold? Well, our tea. Well, yeah, mean, why would you? The thing is, we don't just serve tea. Like, we have water. We have soda. We have juice. It's, 
But no, they specifically ask for hot. We even have slushies. We have things to cool you down. Yeah, but in it's the not, hot Florida it's not sun. called a slushy break or a soda break. It's called a tea break. <laughs> I don't understand this. Ben, help me out. Uh, why? Why not? Why not? Okay. You're that's... already warm. What's a bit more warmth going to do? Melt you into a puddle in the Florida sun? <laughs> that's a risk I'm willing to take. <laughs> I um, love it. Um, uh, but how many sugars do they have in their tea? That, that, that's the main We could put here. as many, because we, like, we have tea bags. Like, we can just, it's just hot water. We can put as much sugar as you want to. Yeah, but not, uh, do they have two tea or two and a half or three? It's all exciting stuff right now. <laughs> do they have it strong? Do they have a little bit of milk? Do you do it right? Do you make the tea right? Because you're supposed to hey. put the tea bag in first, put the hot water in, and then put the milk if you do it the other way around, it supposedly makes it worse. I, I never have it with milk. I never have tea with milk. And I, I, I like the herbal teas, like the fruit flavored and, and stuff like that. Um, but And I always have put a little bit of milk in my tea just to, just to cool it down a little bit. We, we would give them just the tea, like the tea bag and the water. And then we would let them do whatever they want with it. Do they, do they, get, do they have any sachets of milk or not? Well, I don't know about any... satch. Like we have coffee creamer, but otherwise we just have like boxes of milk, and you can. I guess that'll do. But <laughs> we're not. It's Florida. <laughs> what do you want? <laughs> we're we're trying to help you out here. <laughs> um, yeah, that's okay. Okay. But next time, make sure you sort everything out. Um, Gary, do you know if there are any Russian food things like 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 um like the British with tea? Not necessarily. Oh, there is vodka, of course. Oh, the syrup, vodka, of course. vodka. Yeah, I guess some of the the clubs at City Walk might have that. I don't know. Um, I know they serve uh, liquor. They serve alcohol there. So um, they serve alcohol at the parks too. They they serve beer mostly. But um, oh. <laughs> another stereotype for England is uh, well, especially in England. I don't know if it's actually anywhere else. Is the fact that Southerners love to eat eels. Summoners. Southerners. Oh, Southerners. I was like, what, like, like League of Legends? Jelly deals. <laughs> <laughs> they like to eat jelly deals. That's gross. Which is a thing, but I'm a southerner, but I don't like jelly deals. Eel is good on sushi. That's gross. No, they're only uh, pickled. I'm a, I'm a vegetarian, but seafood to me is just kind of disgusting. It is amazing. Well, um, I'm not a huge fan of seafood, but that's ironic being the fact that I live near the sea. Yeah, I do too. I'm in Florida. There's sea all around us. I'm in central Florida. Um, so, gamers, listen. Um, you guys, I, I understand that there are things that you want, and it is important to in- encourage uh, companies to be better. But that's not encouraging anyone to do anything except to believe that you are a douche. So, here is my encouragement for you. Don't forget when you are interacting with people. doesn't matter who. They could work for Sony. They could work for uh, Riot Games. They could work for Arena. They could work for anybody. They could be your next-door neighbor. But just because you are behind a computer screen and a keyboard, my encouragement to you is not to forget that you are talking to a person, okay? You're not talking to a robot. You're not talking to an animal. I don't understand why you talk to an animal like that unless it was biting you or something like that. If it was taking a dump on your bed or something, I don't know. 
But don't forget that you're talking to a person, that you're talking to a human being. Because if you ask me, this kind of stuff gives gamers a worse rap than they already have. Um, <laughs> and listen, the stereotypes for gamers are not great, okay? I'm sorry. You know, this, the stereotype is like we live in our basements and uh, with, our par- and with our parents, um, and, and we eat nothing but Doritos and, Mountain, and drink Mountain Dew, eat just nothing but that. Hey! And, and, listen, shh, I know. I know that one's true for you. That's okay. I also live in a basement flat. In a basement flat? Yeah. So, wait, do you live by yourself or do you live with someone? I live my own. See, that's fine. I'm two out of three. You're two out of three. That's fine. It's fine. Like, I mean, I'm a college student, so I usually look for basement apartments, you know? But, I mean, you're you're, you're out on your own. you've You've got your own thing going on. And I know that that's not always, you can't always help that, you know? People's situations are different. But what I mean is, with the stereotype, it's used very negatively um, that you live with your parents. Not not just that, you know, oh, stuff happens, you're a college student or whatever, but that you're, I guess the idea is that you're jobless and you don't take care of yourself and you just sit and live with your parents and absorb yourself into this video game. And, you know, there, there are stereotypes for gamers. Like, I mean, I always, if I go to um, GameStop or something, like at the midnight release for GameStop, it was full for Watch Dogs. Um, it was full. It was crazy. And I look. Ar- I always like to look around and see how everyone looks just to see if the stereotype holds true. And, yeah, a lot of the times there are, there are like, five black people, um, which is fine, whatever. And then the rest of them are, like, I think there's, like, one... They're usually, like, one or two girls who are there with their boyfriends... And they all, all the gamers kind of, all the rest of them just kind of have this, a similar look to them. Um, a lot of them have long hair, some of them short, usually kind of unkempt. Um, most of them wear glasses. Uh, some are super skinny, some are really, really fat. And um, there, there isn't very much athleticness in the group, but it, they all kind of have the same kind of look to them. And so... I think some stereotypes about gamers do kind of hold true. Like, look around when you go. Even if you happen to fit that description, that's fine. You know, it's not. Yeah, <laughs> I'm every stereotype he keeps describing I, tonight. Everyone, how do I do it? Um, I fit every box. If, <laughs> or in this case, not the boxes, but still. If if you happen to fit, like, these are not harmful stereotypes, but sometimes people like to use things like that negatively. I don't see what the big deal is about how your hair looks or how if you wear glasses. I mean, do what you want to, dude. I don't care. But, you know, what I mean is some stereotypes do hold water. You know, a lot of gamers do have this kind of look to them, and, and a lot of gamers do have this kind of attitude to them. And so just try and make it a good one. I mean, we love gaming, right? And we want other people to love gaming, and we want other people to love that we love gaming. So the way to do that is not by being a douche to everybody online. <laughs> I'm sorry, but just that just doesn't work like that. I mean, we're gamers, and we love being gamers, no matter how we look, no matter what we do, no matter what we like. We love gaming. So let's make that a good thing. Let's turn that into a great thing. Let's 
have people go around, oh, you're a gamer? Dude, I'm jealous. I can't get into gay video games. I don't have time, but I'd love to. You know, let's, let's have more of that instead of people not wanting to play games such as League of Legends. I'm looking right at you, League of Legends. Um, such Agreed. A, ex- Agreed on that one. Such as League of Legends. For I, I always talk to people about League of Legends. I'm always like, dude, you should play this. And all people, uh, not all, a lot of people I speak to are always like, I don't want to play that game because I just hear that the community is toxic and I don't want to be, I don't want to play with people like that. You know, I mean, even, even gamers, like even, I'm not the only gamer who notices how bad it's gotten in some places. Man, those people are right though. League of Legends players are douches. They are. Not They're all of complete them. assholes, man. Let, let me be honest. It's gotten a lot better because I first started playing League of Legends in season two and since then, Riot Games, I love Riot Games because they, they know that their community sucks and they've been taking steps to do it. They've, they've been doing reward systems like their crests, which everybody calls ribbons. Um, so now you can give people honor at the end of the game for good behavior and you can report them for bad behavior. They have the tribunal, which they're completely revamping soon, which regularly bans and suspends people who uh, frequently exhibit bad behavior. Um, so, and, and the community has gotten better. It's not perfect. There are still really toxic people, but for the most part... I, I, I tried to play that game a few days ago. Mm-hmm. It was my first time going in. Literally every message. You suck. Get out of here, noob. Really? One guy said, get out of here, you stupid American. And I responded, I'm Russian. He's like, get out of here, you stupid commie. It's like, what is happening? Yeah. I'm just like, are you kidding me? This, well, I was like, learn how to play. And I'm like, I am learning how to play. Like, <laughs> this is, what were you playing? Me. Were you playing normal or were you playing bots? I'm playing normal. Okay, that's that's probably why. Um, <laughs> I, I'm not saying that's why they're behaving like that, but I'm saying that's probably why you were having a tough time. The best way to, best way to learn League of Legends is to start with bots and to start with ARAM and kind of get used to how, and then move on to normals. Get your practice in and learn how to do it. Um, but that really, <laughs> it, it, I was like, "Are you freaking kidding me?" Yeah, that's. <laughs> and not... the best part about it is, like, they don't even know how to spell. Like, I'm not the greatest speller and writer, but at least I can spell a three-letter word. Yeah, what three-letter yeah. word was this? A uh, U. U. Really? <laughs> how did they misspell U? Uh, they just put a U. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Listen, if you have a full QWERTY keyboard in front of you, you can type two extra freaking letters. Okay. Exactly. <laughs> anyway, um, the community. I'll like, admit though, I've I've kind of done that before when I'm fighting a boss fight in uh, in Final Fantasy. Yeah, I type I type up to ninety. Up, no, not ninety yet. I type up to eighty eighty five words a minute. So, to me, I mean, I'm not trying to show off. That's just how fast I type. I type really fast, and so to me, it's not like I'm. I've got like my two index fingers sticking out, and I'm like, okay. Um, cat, where's the C? Oh, no, that's a G. Oh, here's the C. Um, A, oh, shoot, I typed S. Now I have to find the delete button. Where is that? Um, here it is. Okay, A and uh, T. How do I send this comment? Um, it's telling me to press um, the any key. Press the any key. <laughs> <laughs> that's the best, man. Um, it, it's, and to tell the truth, most gamers don't type that slowly. Okay, most gamers don't, even if they have to glance down at the keyboard, it's not usually a big deal to type. So you don't have to be lazy. Just type the two extra freaking letters, 
okay? Uh, if not uh, if not for clarity, then just to not make yourself look stupid. But I'll <laughs> forgive you if you're playing Paladin on Pharmacy 14. Okay. <laughs> I haven't No, played. because if I'm typing, I have to put the controller down. And if I'm tanking, I have to keep hate from everything, so... Right. By the time I pick the, put the controller down, type a message, and pick it up again, and press the, the move again, chances are the healer might be dead. Because you play where? On your PS4, right? Yeah. Okay, so then you... Um, do you use, like, a Bluetooth keyboard, or, or just a USB keyboard? I have a, a wireless USB keyboard that actually works for both my... Uh, well, it's a Bluetooth. Uh, works with both my uh, mouse and keyboard off the same receiver. Oh, dude, that's pretty sweet. Yeah, it's pretty good. Okay. It means it only uses one USB port. Yeah. Okay, so um, communities like League of Legends, you know, this is what gamers look like. This is what gamers are starting to look like. I, I'm never going to forget. I think I mentioned this before. Um, there was one time, I think in early Season 3 of League of Legends, and I was playing a normal game. And this, I think this was before... This was definitely before... Um, South America got its own server because South Americans usually played on the North American server. Um, and we got a lot of people from Brazil and from Argentina and other Spanish countries. And we would all hate when we were put with these people who were from from South America. We wouldn't hate them because we were South American, but we would hate them because they were overwhelmingly toxic. Um, not that they were bad players, but some of them were bad players. And then they would turn around and just flame the snot out of you for, like, missing an opportunity to kill one random opponent. And they just said, this team sucks. You all are terrible. You all should just uninstall. It was just a mess. It was an absolute mess. And so people were rejoicing when South Americans got their own server. And it's sad that that had to be that way. But they had people had a legitimate reason to dislike the South American gaming community at that point because of the way they presented themselves. And I'll never forget my experience with one of these with two of these people. Because I'm playing and I was doing just fine. Like I I, I guess it wasn't my best game, but I wasn't doing poorly. I was holding my lane just fine. And it was um, it was really remarkable because I had been roped into playing something I didn't want to play. I think I had been um, roped into playing like a um, a melee champion in the bottom, and the bottom's usually definitely for ranged um, champions. And so it was uh, it was just kind of the way the um, the queue had worked out. They, I had called one lane, but the other said, "No, you're doing this instead because I want that lane." And so I ended up going to the bottom with this champion that wasn't supposed to be there, and I was doing okay. I wasn't doing terrible. And then, you know, these people started giving me crap about it. Like, you know, you, you, you suck. You're a terrible player and all of this b- total BS. And eventually it, they started making really personal attacks. Um, like, you're a stupid American. You're a, her- you're a horrible person. All you do is sit in McDonald's. Let's go, fatty. Let's go, McDonald's. Let Go go back and eat your McDonald's. And I, I, I remember, dude, I turned to them and I'm like, dude, I'll go to McDonald's. While I'm there, you come over here and mow my lawn for me. And they got upset. Oh. They got upset. Because, listen, here in America, um, it is pretty, pretty stereotypical for people of, uh, for Hispanic people to have jobs where, like lawn care and landscaping. And I don't think that's a terrible thing. You know, they're, they're willing to do the jobs that a lot of Americans are too stuck up to do themselves, you know? 
Um, I don't think there's anything wrong with that, but it is pretty common. And so I told them, look, you can make fun of me for stereotypes all you want. Just know that you have your own stereotypes and I don't have a problem making you fun of you for them either. It, it was just like, dude, you're, you're making fun of me because just for no other reason, you don't know who I am. You don't even know how, what games that you don't know who I am, what I like, what I stand for. You just know that I'm a mid-American and you feel the need to attack me for that. Well, you know, how do you like it? You know, how do, how do they like it? They were upset. They were mad. They were mad at me. And it was just ridiculous. You know, why would you, why would you do that? This is how you present yourselves, okay? It, it's not always about who you are, but the way people see you, the way you make people see you. And you don't want to make people see you like this, all right? We do not want our gaming community to be like it, uh, League of Legends was. League of Legends has been getting a lot better and um, Riot's about to redo the Tribunal, so that hopefully it gets even better than it did before. Um, but we do not want, as gamers, to be looked at like this. We want to be looked at like the, the good, fun people that we are, um, because we are more than we present ourselves in video games. I'm sure if I met these two uh, Hispanic people that were making fun of me, I'm sure if I met them in real life, we'd probably just be chilling. We'd be hanging out and we'd be all fine. But because of this anonymity and because we're in this video game, and I guess they're upset that we're not doing well, even though I, it's not my fault, um, that's how they present themselves. That's how they make the world look at them. The Spanish community in League of Legends was absolutely dreadful. People hated to be in any sort of game with someone who was Spanish. Not because they were Spanish, but because of how the Spanish community presented themselves in that game. It's all about how you present yourself. So please, you're gamers. You're representing this whole community, not just yourself, okay? Let's make the community better for everybody, and let's just not forget that we're talking to freaking human beings when we're talking in video games. Um... What do you guys think? Anything else to say here? I'm offended by that stereo about the McDonald's thing. You are? Why? Yeah, because I like KFC. <laughs> are you I'll... Are you sure you're not a black guy in disguise? <laughs> <laughs> no. Um... Uh, so yeah, I, I would. Well, to be honest, if I go to Burger King or McDonald's, I only ever ordered a chicken burger. Oh, really? Yeah, I, I don't like any of the other See, I like, burgers there. If I have to get a burger, a fast food burger, which I never do, just once in a blue moon, um, I, I'm a vegetarian, so I always go to Burger King, because I don't know about there, but here they have a uh, the Morningstar Farms kind of garden burger patty, and I think I'm, it's delicious. I, I'm not sure. I'd have to ask my sister. She's a vegetarian. She's a vegetarian. Oh, sweet. Yes, yeah. not alone. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But yeah, that and I don't know half those words you said during that League of Legends rant. What's a lane? Okay, the way League of Legends works is you have three lanes and um, five champions in any match, and you start at like level. You start a match at level one, and the maximum level is eighteen. Throughout the throughout the match, you build your champion. You level up and you buy items to make your champion stronger. And how you build your champion will affect how it plays in the game. And you have three lanes. Um, you have uh, top lane, middle lane, and bottom lane. And um, there, are, there's, there are two people in bottom lane, usually a support and your AD, or attack damage carry, your physical damage carry, the person who's supposed to get all the kills. And the support, who helps them get kills and um, helps keep your team alive. 
Um, mid lane, you usually have a mage, usually ranged. Uh, top lane, you usually have your tanky people. Um, if, if they're not tanks, like just flat out tanks, usually just um, brawlers, fighters, that kind of thing. And um, you, have, you also have minions, um, just little drones that just walk through the lanes, try to kill each other. And as your team pushes a lane back and back or forward, um, your minions follow and they'll attack a, tu- a turret for you. Uh, the turrets are there to shoot you down and try to stop you from getting toward the nexus. Because each team, both teams' bases have a nexus, and you win the game by killing the nexus or surrendering. Um, so the nexus is your goal. So you want to push your lane, you want to overwhelm the other team and push through the lane to get to the nexus and kill it. Um, so that's how it works. It, it's really just... Um, after, after the first 10 minutes or so of the game... Everyone's just kind of everywhere on the map. It doesn't. The lanes don't really matter that much anymore. You're just trying to kill as many turrets and stuff as you can to get closer to the nexus. And you know there there are buffs throughout the map that you can get that can help you out. So it, it's and gain the power free. Yeah, it, sorry, job reference there. That's all right. It's a little like um, Dota, the OTA, but in my opinion, in my opinion, it's a lot better. I think right now it's the most popular um, MOBA multiplayer online battle arena game that is out that is available right now. And it's actually a lot of fun. It's really, really fun. Um, so it's a shame that the community is like that. And it's a shame that there are people who have to, who, who say they don't want to play the game, not because they don't think it'll be fun, but just because they don't want to play with people like that. Um, that's, that's, that's what it comes to. <laughs> that's what it comes to. And it's to. sad because I also tried uh, the, the Middle Earth one. Uh, the the mobile Middle Earth game as well that came out it was free on PS Plus and same type of people man same type of people these are the people these are the people that that we are making ourselves this is the perception that we are giving to everyone to see us that's yeah it, what it's doing to me is it's pretty much not wanting me to play any mobile game mm-hmm. because I feel like that's how the community is going to be all the time it hurts the community just because these people cannot like like I have had someone just rage. He he was losing a game, and it wasn't a ranked game. It was an ARAM, all random, all mid. Um, um, Now it's changed because there's an actual map for it with just one lane. Um, But it's really just for fun. It's all team fighting, no laning phases or anything. It's just all, just everyone going there and just try to kill each other, basically. (laughs) And it's just fun. And this guy was just flipping out. He was, like, melting down because we were losing this game. And we all reported him at the end, so I guess that didn't work for him. But, like, he was just flipping out over a game. It's a game. You don't have to give yourself a heart attack. It's supposed to be fun, okay? It's, League of Legends is really fun. And it's sad that it's the people who play League of Legends that make it less so. It's just a shame. Um, anyway, guys, let's move on just a bit for the last several minutes of our podcast. It's going to be a shorter one this time because of the aforementioned lack of new news. Um, everything's still buzzing about E3 right now, but let's, which we're trying to let, let that cool down. Um, Gary, you sent me a link earlier about Zelda. Where is that? Here it is. Um... Do you remember? Do you remember this link that you that you gave me? I, I do remember the link. Okay. I do not remember the Zelda link. 
okay, here's where here's the headline. Um, this is on Stiviver.com, and the headline is Online Petition Asks Nintendo to Change Link to a Young Black Female in the Next Zelda Wii U Game. Um, and, and I won't... This whole article is very short, so let me just read it to you. It says, A new petition on Change.org is calling for Nintendo to change Link to a young black female in the upcoming League of Legend, uh, excuse me, <laughs> Legend of Zelda game on Wii U. Um, Anton Watabe from Detroit, Michigan, has started the petition. Uh, for too many years have the black community been underrepresented in the video game industry. Watabe wrote on Change.org, Nintendo went too far this time when they chose to make the new Link white and white only. We need to end this injustice. Equality has sadly not been truly achieved. The petition has 48 supporters, but judging from the comments, it seems like some who've signed think the whole campaign is one big tongue-in-cheek joke. What do you think of the petition? it, It has to be a joke. I think he just threw it out there just to see what would happen. I hope so. If those 48 people are serious about following him, they should just get off the internet for the rest of their life. <laughs> <laughs> they, sh- they should never reappear on the internet and go do something else and be happy with their life. Oh, go read a book. Go read a book. <laughs> I think I have a response to this. Go for it, man. That is me smacking my own face. Oh, okay. I, was, I heard a little fun. I was like, what the heck is that? I have a face palm in this whole thing right now. My word. There you go. Here's what I'm going to say. First off, Wink has always been pretty much the same character. He's always been... He's blonde, right? He is blonde, yes. Yeah, he's always been blonde. He's always had the elf ears. Nothing has ever changed about Link. Even though he's represented in the cartoony form... In a little chibi form, it doesn't matter. His character always has the same features. Yeah. Secondly, it's a Japanese game. <laughs> exactly. I was just thinking I, that. I don't want to be racist, but they don't exactly see black people there naturally all the time. No. Unless they're visiting. Right. There are some people who are black and live in Japan. Um, yes. But for the most part, and I don't, I don't know why. I think, I think for at first anyway, if I were to move to Japan, it would bother me. Um, because I'm just used to seeing a lot of diversity living here in America. But unless you have dyed your hair in Japan, you usually have black hair with brown eyes. Um, Sometimes green, I think, but usually brown. And, um, you know, of course, the Asian look with the eyes. And it's always just black hair and green or brown eyes. Like, there's not a lot of difference, at least as far as I've noticed. I don't live in Japan. I've never been to Japan. I would love to go to Japan someday. It's like top of my list. I want to go to Japan. But um, you don't... We should just ask Dane sometime. He's not going to pay for me to go to Japan. Um... (laughs) I meant ask to see if... Oh, if if the stereotype... Oh, yeah. It's not a stereotype. Um, That's just reality. There there isn't that much much diversity in Japan. Uh, What were you saying, Ben? Also, come to Scarborough. It, it, it's not very diverse here either. Yeah, yeah. That's just how it is. And so you don't get a lot of black people. You don't get a lot of Americans um, unless they're tourists. Um, so, yeah. This... And, and we, we talked about this before. Their culture, everything about it is completely different from here. 
Yeah, absolutely. It yeah. is. And you have to understand that. The way, you know, we talk about, you know, their anime characters are so over-sexualized. That is their culture. Okay? I'm sorry. You might hate it here, but that's how it is over there. Yeah, you can't tell them to go and, and change it to the way it, you believe it should be. Exactly. And um, quite frankly, listen, I'm black. I, I said that already. The um, whole black community thing, there, there are people who are like, black people need to be in everything. Okay? If you do not have black people, you need to look at your cast or your group or whatever and make sure that there are black people there. Like, if there aren't any, if you don't think there should be any, that doesn't matter. Force it, because there has to be black people here. And that's uh, that's completely stupid. That's obviously stupid. Um, the whole fighting for equality thing, you know, I get it. America made the mistake of, of having slavery and whatnot, and, you know, but these are people who will not let that heal. These are people who have never been slaves, They'll sit there and they'll talk about my people this and my people that. Dude, you live in Wisconsin, okay? <laughs> you you live in a freaking two-story house in Wisconsin. You have an iPhone. You've barely worked a day in your life and you're talking about your people? You mean your parents who actually do the work to get you all these things? Yeah, you've had it so hard. I don't know how you do it. You know, it's, it's like yeah. you, you have not... You're, you're talking about stuff from long ago. And how in the world do you intend to let that heal? How do you intend to make things different if this is how you present yourself? Again, it's all about how you present yourself. How, how do you expect things to be different if you keep... Wow, we're popular tonight. Hello? <laughs> Hello? Welcome to RDDH. Welcome to the Racial Diversity Gaming Hour. I think that's Gary. <laughs> people love people love Gary. People believe in Gaza. Um, yeah. <laughs> even by yeah, got you saying it. Even by phone, <laughs> Gary's messaging us and saying he hates this phone. Um, but how how can you possibly how can we possibly get past this if people keep making it an issue? You know. It, it, people aren't. It's not like people are trying to ignore black people. You know, there aren't there aren't that many black gamers compared to white gamers. I'm sorry. <laughs> you know, it, it's not like you're trying to. It's not like they're trying to um, completely ostracize any group of people. They're not trying to do that. All right. They're just designing characters. You know, and, and quite frankly, when when it comes to designing characters, um, black people kind of have the same problem, uh, for lack of a better term, that Asian characters do. Uh, Asian characters typically have the black hair and the brown or green eyes. Well, black people typically have the kind of super sh short, curly black hair or, or brown hair and d brown eyes. And there's never really any different. The, the biggest difference is what shade of brown you are, you know? So I, I think that when um, developing characters, uh, people, the people who develop these characters have more opportunities for creativity with white characters or Asian characters. I mean, quite frankly, black people don't usually look great with blonde hair. I'm sorry. I know a lot of black people do it. I'm telling you, it doesn't usually look that great. Um, but it, it can work. I mean, I feel like there's more opportunity for creativity and diversity with white characters, which is probably part of where it comes from. Um, should I also think... It's due to, um, well, it's just due to the fact that chances are a lot of these people that are designed this game are probably white. 
and so if they try and design a a a a black person, they might be worried that oh, what if someone's offended by this? What if they're offended by this design that I've done? What if they don't like this? You know, yeah, that's true because there are also people, you know, when there are black people there, a lot of them, they, they do a lot of comedy roles or something. And, you know, a lot of people are always like, why is the black person always like this? Why is the black person fat? Why is the black person dumb? Why is the black person not able to talk? Why is the black person a comedy guy? You know, so <laughs> it's like, it's a cash 22. You can't win one way and you can't win the other. <laughs> what do you so, do? As the... As a white guy in this conversation, I want to say that all future games, every game in the future, every game ever made, all the characters should be black because <laughs> it's a game and I don't care what I'm playing as, what race, what gender, what species, what. All I care about is having fun, doing other things or saving the world or whatever I'm doing in that video game at that time. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I don't care who the avatar I'm playing as at the time is. Absolutely. Um, it is about having fun. And... and a lot of games let you customize. You can change the skin tone, you can change the hair, look however you want. So, um, and usually those games have fewer complaints. <laughs> Thankfully. Um, at least that but I've I must noticed. admit, I, I, did com- I did want to complain that in Destiny, uh, I, think it, I think it was Destiny, um, when I was trying to make my character, my human character, Mm-hmm. I could not pick white. Really? Why? Uh, there was no white option. What? My not at all. White. No, there isn't. No, uh, I pick a human character? Yeah, but he, he looked very... He didn't look pale enough for me. <laughs> oh, you know. I know that sounds weird. I don't really care, but... I'm like... Okay... Dark, dark colored, dark colored, dark colored, dark gray colored, orange, yellow, green. Where's where's what? Where's, where's pale? White? I just want to be a pasty white guy. Why won't you? I'm complaining. <laughs> I'm gonna make a petition on Change.org that there needs to be more pasty white guys in this game. I it doesn't represent my community. I am a pasty white guy. <laughs> I am a white ghost man, and I cannot be a white ghost man. These games are not about representing communities. These games are about <laughs> telling a story, and your community might not be part of that story. That's just how it is. You know? But instead, I made a really blue, bluey, purple alien thing with with purple hair and mascara. Oh my goodness! <laughs> it was a, a, a an evil clown looking thing. All right, um, <laughs> let's move on here. Um, NPD results. This was my email from earlier that I was talking about. Um, the NPD results from May 2014 are here. And I'll give you one guess as to which game is number one. Uh, Wash Kittens. <laughs> <laughs> no, Ben, you're wrong. Try Curses! You try, Gary. I, I don't I don't know. Watch. Is, is it? It must be FIFA because the Brazil World Cup is on. Um, <laughs> it 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 rhymes with match hogs. Wild hogs? No, watch dogs. <laughs> oh, um, I was going to ask for a second guess. I was going to guess. Uh, what's it called? Big Kelly's 
They can't. Oh my goodness. Watch Dogs is number one. Ben. Watch Dogs is number one. Um, no no shock there. Uh, ben, I'll give you a guess as to what number two is. Wario Farm. Okay, Mario Kart 8 <laughs> from Nintendo. Um, we follow that with MLB 14, the show for PlayStation only. Uh, Wolfenstein The New Order, Minecraft for 316 PS3, Amazing Spider-Man 2, NBA 2K14, Titanfall, Kirby, and Call of Duty in that order, 1 through 10. Um, that's software. No no surprise that Watch Dogs is Call of Duty is still on the list? Call of Duty Ghosts is still on the list My at number 10. It'll always be on the list. Activision, you're ranking in so much money, man. <laughs> yeah, well, it's at least it's not like number one. Anymore. How are you canceling and closing studios? I don't get it. I don't know. I don't know how it works, but the, there you have it. Um, of course, we uh, let's see. Overall retail sales were up 52% year over year. Uh, hardware sales were up 95% from last year. Software sales up 57% from last year. Um, of course, we want to hear about hardware. Um, Xbox One, of course, had the... Um, the $399 SKU announced uh, the disconnected Xbox One. So did it make the lists? No, it did not. It's not there. I don't see it at all, in fact. Um, I see PS4 as best-selling hardware. There, there are no specifics. We don't know how many have been sold. Most recent numbers say $8 million, uh, for PS4. Uh, but PS4 is best-selling hardware. Nintendo's 3DS is the second best-selling hardware, which still blows my mind, because you would think that eventually they would run out of people to sell this thing to, but no, it's still the second best-selling hardware. Go figure, uh, for May. Um, then it says the Wii U sold... Um, let's see. I I'm trying to understand what this is on the Wii U. I'm looking uh, at that... I think it's 60,000? 60,130 is what it says, but I'm trying yeah. to see... Um, okay, up 85% for May versus May 2013. Okay. So, okay, so what it's saying is um, the Wii U sales are up 85% from May last year. So they did the math and got uh, 60,130. Because um, last year, this time, it, it was 32,600. So Wii U has almost doubled uh, this year what it sold last year. Which is really great. That's who would have thought? Once you had games still console, it starts selling. Right? Who would have, right? Who would have thought that? Uh, that things just—it's just—it's just weird. That's the last thing I thought would make a console sell. Uh, software. I thought these consoles were just there to look nice on my desk. Um, you know, I, I thought it was like a, a big paperweight, but no. Apparently, you actually need software for these things. Um, but the Wii U's finally getting some numbers. Um, Xbox One, not even mentioned. I don't see it at all. Um, despite the... Well, let's see what happens now that E3's gone, and now that the um, $399 SKU is actually available and not just for pre-order. Uh, let's see how that goes. But we'll have to wait another month for the June figures. So that's it. PS4 still in the lead with at least 8 million consoles sold. Um, Wii U behind as far as harm as far as home consoles go xbox one no idea um actually let me see if vg charts has any they're, they're not always correct but they're, they're usually not that far off so let's take a look and see um global hardware totals ps4 
um, 8.1 million. Xbox One, 4.5 million. Wii U, 6.3 million. Um, so, w w which is weird because Xbox One, I mean, 4.5 is... 4 and 4.5 is somewhere where we were guessing for when the um, Microsoft announced that it had shipped 5 million units but not sold to consumers. Uh, we were thinking like 4 million, 5 million, not, excuse me, 4 million to 4.5 million. Um, but no, uh, according to VG charts anyway, it's at 4.5 million now. So um, again, VG charts isn't always right. They're not always that reliable. But again, they're not always that far off. So... Um, so it's there's a fair chance that Xbox One sales are probably somewhere around 4.5 million, um, but 8.1 million for the PS4. We heard this from another source as well, so um, I'm inclined to believe that a bit. Um, so that's how the hardware looks so far. What do you think, guys? Do, does Xbox One now that E3 is gone, now that there's a lower price point, now that Phil Spencer is large and in charge, what do you think will be the story for next month? Well, Nothing different. Nothing different? I well, if, if it... I... Oh, carry Sorry, on, go, go ahead, ahead, Ben. Okay, some... I was gonna say... <laughs> ben, go ahead. I was just going to say, at least in Europe, there's not many games that excite people. With, you know, yeah, price cuts are good and, ha and all that, but if there's no games out at the same time as a price cut, you've still got less chance of wanting to buy it. Right. I know there's the Halo collection and there's Sunset Overdrive and then you've got the other games as well that I can't, I can't think of right now um, but if everyone else is see, I think the problem is they've, missed, they've kind of missed the window now really because so many people have purchased the PS4 um, there are so many people whose friends have purchased the PS4 and they want to play on the PS4 because they're friends same as the reason why the Xbox 360 was doing so well is because it got a head start, so their friends bought an Xbox 360, so therefore they had to buy an Xbox 360. Absolutely. Because otherwise they can't play with their friends. Absolutely. PS4 has a huge lead, and obviously that's going to help them with the whole fact of, you know, oh, look, my friend has a PS4. Oh, the Xbox, 360, the Xbox One is, is about the same price, but oh, look, my friend has a PS4. I can only afford one right now. Oh, I kind of want that Master Chief collection, but I won't be able to play Destiny with my mate. Exactly. Oh. Which is which is why which is why I think it's so great for Sony. It's such a great move for Sony, painting Destiny as a PS4 first game. Um, they they keep saying Destiny will always be better on PS4. There will always be more Destiny for PS4 gamers. That's exactly why that's such a good move because people are going to say, "Oh, you play Destiny, but you play it on PS4." Well, guess what? I'm going to have to buy it on PS4 because that's where my friends play. There's more for me there. Uh, that, which is which is why that's such a brilliant move. Um, uh, do you know what the, there's quite a lot of cool stuff that's exclusive to Sony consoles on Destiny? Yeah, I didn't see that. Um, I know that that's been announced, but what what's in the exclusive? Uh, what's the exclusive uh, stuff? Do you know? Give me a second. I'm just trying to remember. Um, exclusive. They, the first thing is uh, PS4 and PS3 owners get an exclusive Dust Palace Strike, which is an exclusive strike mission. Okay. Where you have to fight a an exclusive enemy, the Scion Flayer. Okay. Uh, we also get an exclusive competitive multiplayer map, which has both control and skirmish game mode. You're fighting on the Exodus Blue, a long dead vessel once brought hope and humanity to worlds beyond Earth. So you'll be fighting on a huge spaceship in space, probably. Wow. Uh, 
three different armor sets based on your class. The uh, Warlock gets the Manifold Seeker. The Titan gets the Vanir. And the Hunter gets the Argus. Uh, I must admit, the, the Titan one looks like Iron Man. <laughs> the Iron Man and Venom had... Uh, Iron Man and Spider-Man had a baby. Oh my goodness. Uh, the weapons, the Monte Carlo. <laughs> uh, which is the exotic assault rifle, which has a... I, I want to say a machete, but it looks it's about the same size as the actual gun. Uh, so it's a sword and a gun. Uh, if you upgrade that, you get a bonus in hip fire and melee cooldown. And the Hawk Moon, which is a pistol with hawk feathers on it, mm-hmm. uh, which gives a damage boost if you uh, upgrade it and um, combat effectiveness. So probably low, uh, increased ammo capacity, probably. And it'll also be free exclusive ships. As well. So, is this stuff timed, or is it always going to be just on PS4? Probably timed. Probably timed. But who knows? Because, I, I don't know, I, I would have trouble thinking that um, Bungie would have this stuff only on PS4. I mean, because... If it it looks a lot like the re, it's all recolored stuff, so if it is just recolored, then it's not going to be hard for them, them just to recolor a bit of armor, and, go, and that's it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's true. That could... That stuff could be um, on PS4, but I mean, like the exclusive yeah. maps and the exclusive missions. That stuff's probably timed. Who knows if 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 they have to port the actual map over, that would take extra work. Yeah, but it, it could make them extra money, right? Well, no, because if it's free, yeah, then it's free. Whereas Sony's probably paying them to keep it on Sony on on PlayStation yeah. only. Um, Which I'm kind of <laughs> against free, to be honest, because I think. The exclusive weapons, I think, I don't mind. I don't mind. Exclusive ships and exclusive armor, I don't mind, because chances are you'll upgrade that really fast anyway. Mm-hmm. And this ship is just cosmetic, so it doesn't really matter too much if, they're not have it, if they don't have it. But an exclusive map? No. No, I think that's bad. Yeah. So, And I, I'm going to buy the PS4 version, by the way. So Absolutely. I, I do plan to get on an Xbox One, eventually. Um... I'd really like to get the Day One edition. Those are still available on Amazon. The Day One <laughs> Xbox Ones, um, which I was actually looking at buying. Look at the prices of the Xbox One. Oh, really? I was thinking of buying the Connect version. Yeah, I got the but then I, I cried at how it, much how much the difference is between our version and your version. Yeah, yeah. There's uh, a... the Xbox One with Connect. Ah, oh, Amazon's cheaper, but I don't trust Amazon. What? Uh, um. Uh, uh, 389 pounds on Amazon or 420 quid with game. Uh, that would be one sec. Conversion time. Uh, uh, 660 dollars. Wow. Okay. Uh, that's crazy. <laughs> uh, but or if I bought it from game, one sec. It is different though. So. Um, it, it, 712 dollars. Yeah. Crazy. The, the, oh, that's ours includes the tax. So. Yeah, and, and the economy's the economy's different. Yeah. So I guess I understand why they do it because because tran- um, <laughs> translating one currency to another isn't always the best. Uh, I don't know how it works. I'm making stuff up. Um, <laughs> but I think Sony's one of the worst because um, you know the new PlayStation TV. Yes, it's ninety nine dollars, ninety nine euros, or ninety nine pounds. Mm-hmm. They've literally just put the number. They haven't even tried to convert. No, no. Um, and Makes me sad. 
Um, well, just for reference, uh, again, this is from VG charts, so do with it what you will. Um, Xbox, the, the weekly hardware chart um, for the 31st of May shows global, uh, global hardware sales, PS4, 201,630. Um, I'm just going to give around numbers. The Wii U, 187,000. 3DS, 78,000. Xbox One, 52,000. Um, so Xbox One... I hope, is doing a little better. Um, I, I'm a little <laughs> sad for the Xbox 360 in Japan because for North America, it shows 18,300 uh, for North America, 13,200 for Europe, 181 in Japan. Whoa, that's a good <laughs> sale that week. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't know why they're still trying. Oh, I don't know. But it's, it's not, I know it's, the system's been out for like seven years now. Mm-hmm. But I, I really want to see what like the first month sales of the Xbox One in Japan are going to be. Absolutely, and, and in contrast, in Japan, the PS3 has sold six thousand nine hundred fifty-four. Um, Don't worry, Microsoft, you outsold that pesky Wii that week. Yeah, and they did. the The Xbox 360 in, um, sold one hundred eighty-one in Japan. The original Wii sold one hundred nine. Oh, <laughs> oh no! But They're but so <laughs> but in Japan, the Wii U sold nineteen thousand ninety-eight. The Wii U did the new Wii. So at least there's a reason why um, people aren't buying Wiis in Japan, original Wiis, because they have a, a, a Wii U to buy instead. Um, <laughs> which is, I'm sorry, I just, like if the PS4. <laughs> It, it isn't doing fantastic in Japan. I can't even imagine what the Xbox One is going to do. No, it's not available there yet. But really, <laughs> with only one... The Xbox One, keep in mind that the Xbox One's not available in Japan yet. But as far as Xbox Ever. 360s go, the, the latest hardware from Xbox in Japan, 181 units sold. Like, also, you got to remember that it's not out in most of Europe either. It's not out in most of Europe. It's not out in most... Yeah, they, they cancelled a bunch of reasons, uh, regions. But, the, again, those were their worst regions. So, like, those were the regions that would be likely to sell 181 units, basically. Um, so, I, I, I'm exaggerating. It's probably a little more than that. But that's not their strongest areas. Um, so I don't think that would make a big difference for Europe. Um, the difference between North America and Europe is about 5,000, 18,000 and 13,000. So, I mean, those extra regions would probably tack that 5,000 back on, is all it would do, if I had to guess. Um, but, you know, I have to wonder if it's, worth, <laughs> if it's worth it for Xbox to even be there right now. Because, I mean, you're probably spending more money to launch it there than you will ever make back um, throughout the whole generation. It, it's, that's, that's crazy. That and securing all these exclusive Japanese games on it. Absolutely. Like, yeah, it's cool that you have exclusive games coming from Japanese studios on your system, but nobody knows that nobody cares about them. PS4, <laughs> PS4 can do that. I mean, um, the Vita is pretty decent there. Sold thirteen thousand units up there. Uh, so, so PlayStation, PlayStation can do that. Um, they have they're, they're Japanese. They've been there a long time. They have experience with the Japanese developers. That they make Japanese. I mean, freaking Andrew House speaks fluent Japanese. What the heck? Um, so they they have some ties in Japan. Xbox One doesn't have that yet. 
So I don't know if it's if just the only way they get it is if they can secure something massive for example. If they can secure a Monster Hunter exclusive on the on the Xbox One, or if they buy Capcom. No. Um, we got word uh-huh. today, and Gary is frustrated that Capcom has opened itself to be taken over. Um, meaning, essentially, Capcom is for sale. And we were just wondering what would happen if Microsoft bought Capcom that could actually give them what they need to launch in Japan. No, they, it won't, it won't no, help. It won't do anything. It won't do anything. <laughs> the games, because Capcom, I mean, look at Deep The only thing that will help them if they acquire Capcom is Street Fighter. Come on. Right, look at Deep Down. I mean, Deep Down's been crazy for... It's been looking crazy good for PlayStation. It, it won't become an Xbox One. I think there's already... It's already a set thing. That's for, already for, a set thing, but look at what... What I'm saying is look at what Capcom can do. If they can do that for PS4, they can make a Japanese game um, and, and put it on the Xbox only. I thought the Sony... I thought Sony owned Deep Down anyway. Sony owns Deep Down, but if... I thought it was published. Well, well, well let's look at their franchises, okay? Mega Man. Capcom already killed Mega Man. They don't care for that character. <laughs> Since Kenji uh, and Bio, we, we, We'll call it Biohazard because that's their real name in Japan. Okay, Resident Evil is probably the, the, the biggest thing they have. And even that is failing in sales, even in Japan, because of the direction it's going. Mm-hmm. Okay, you have Street Fighter, which is going to be huge for them. Street Fighter is still massive in Japan. But it is a fighting game, so it's not going to appeal to everybody. You don't seem to think too highly of this company, of what this company is doing. Why are you so upset that Microsoft could purchase it? I'm not upset that Microsoft. I'm I'm talking about Capcom in general. What oh, presence Capcom. did they have at E3? They, they weren't there. They weren't there. Capcom had at E3. They were not there at all. They were there. Exactly. They were there last year, though. Um, it was there. They had a conference last year. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I don't know. Their, I don't know. Their what live recorded conference. Yeah, um, exactly. I don't know what they're doing right now. One can assume that they're working on Deep Down. One could hope, but um, we have not seen anything about it since. Um, I haven't seen anything for the handhelds coming out. I mean, they announced Monster Hunter on the Wii U. Wait a second. Was Deep Down at Tokyo Game Show last year? Yes, it was. It was yes, playable it was. at Tokyo Game Show. It was Show playable last at Tokyo yeah. Game Show last year. So we haven't really seen it since then. It's the beta should launch in a few months. Okay. Because remember, they it's a free-to-play the game. The new trailer. We could, uh, we, we could see it at Tokyo Game Show this year. We could see it at Gamescom this year. Cause rem- yeah, but you got to remember, it's not be- no, we won't be at Gamescom because it's, it's not getting released, or at least it hasn't been announced for release in the West. No, it hasn't been announced right. at least in the West, but that didn't stop it from being at E3 and on, on the uh, launch thing last year. At E3, though, that's different than actually being a uh, European-based... There's a lot of people all around the world that watch E3 while Gamescom isn't as big. I'd be very surprised if we see deep down at Gamescom. Well, don't don't count Gamescom out because it's been getting it's been growing as of late. It's been getting bigger. Um, E3 is still the biggest stage of them all, but uh, Gamescom's yeah. been holding its own. Yeah, so I'm I- looking at it, and they could resurrect Mega Man, sure. That would but be a good nostalgia. Knowing Microsoft, they'll probably make it all super realistic and it's totally going to unappeal people. <laughs> Can we call it Micro Man? <laughs> yeah. Starring... They'll probably put Master Chief. Uh, probably has a Master Chief costume he can wear. Troy, Troy Baker is Mega Man. <laughs> I would buy that, actually. <laughs> 
Troy Baker. So awesome. I look at it like they're, they're, besides Street Fighter and Resident Evil, they really don't have anything right now that would cost hundred. Like I can't even imagine how much the company would cost if somebody downright bought the whole thing. It have to be in like double digits in the billions at least. Yeah, Capcom is pretty big, but, <laughs> but I'm, it's a it's a uh, company with a lot of potential. And if it were to start developing exclusively for Microsoft, that would do really good for Xbox. It would. Oh, by the way, but... Gary, you asked about Xbox 360 sales earlier in Japan. Uh, I look. I've looked back. I've used the power of the internet. And supposedly it sold 51,000 at launch in Japan. Oh, goodness. And then it dropped out to 10,000 the next month. <laughs> so they never even broke triple or six digits, did they? And then it stayed at ten to 15,000 until, for some reason, 1st of January it jumped up to 65,000, which was impressive. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then it dropped down back to 10,000. Okay. Um, I would like to close this pretty soon. But before I do, um, <laughs> oh my goodness, I don't know what to think about this. I'm, I'm kind of happy, but kind of confused. I'm looking at an article that says a steam machine handheld is in the works. And it's called the Steam Boy. That's freaking awesome, dude. <laughs> um, the, the Steam Boy <laughs> will Steam have... Steam is going to destroy everything. The Steam is going to monopolize everything. You can take your entire Steam library with you everywhere you go. Um, uh, it's It says a quad-core Intel or AMD processor into a 5-inch screen um, that looks basically like it's been slotted into a Steam controller. So your basic Steam controller, but with a screen. <laughs> um, and apparently this was teased at E3 2014. Um, planned to have 4 gigs of RAM, 32 gigs of storage, with the option for 3G connectivity to ensure you're always online. Won't be as powerful as other Steam machines on the market, but it's a handheld. Um, and that's on Gamer Review, G-A-M-R-Review.com. Um, oh, hello, Vita. See, this I like. The Steam machine itself, I was confused. I was like, what the heck are they going to do with this thing? Because it's not a console, and yet it's not a PC. It's kind of in between. And I'm like, okay, people who buy this probably already have Steam accounts. So they are PC gamers. They, they game on their PC, and I'm sure they wouldn't mind using a nice controller, but there's no reason for them to buy a fully separate console to do something that they can already do and like to do on their PC. What, what are they going to sell this to? However, this, the Steam Boy... You know, you can take your entire Steam library with you. That's a lot of games. I mean, I think that could be pretty successful. Yeah, I can see my play, myself playing Dota 2 on the handheld easily. Did you just say Dota? Yeah, Dota. Sorry, <laughs> Dota. Oh my god, I mispronounced it. Oh no. I'm not going to get some haters. Burn him at the stake. Um, <laughs> get out of here, you stupid commie. Nah. <laughs> yeah, this. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, someone said steak, and I want some steak now. Oh my goodness, Ben. Okay, um, <laughs> the, the Steam Boy. They have a trailer, a, a teaser trailer that's on YouTube. Um, it's called Steam Boy Project E3 2014 Teaser. I'm gonna admit this looks pretty sweet, and it, one thing I really like about it is it doesn't look flat. Like like the Vita and the 3DS, they're super flat and they're super thin, so you hold them in your hand, and it's like holding just this little flat block. 
but the steam machine looks kind of grippy. It looks kind of contoured for your hands, at least as far as the picture I'm seeing. I'm kind of seeing it as a diagonal angle from the front, so I can't tell for sure, but that's how it looks. And um, if so, definitely a welcome addition to the handheld market. Um, steam machine, I was confused about. This, I think, could be pretty successful. Um, we're ready to close this out, guys. I said this would be shorter. We usually run an hour and a half. Uh, right now, we're at an hour and 27 minutes, so it was three minutes shorter, as I promised. Oh, I, I just want to say, how, how, how long will the battery last? The battery? I'd have no idea. There isn't that much <laughs> announced for it right now. I, I, I just can imagine it dying straight away if you're playing something like Crisis. Yeah, um, probably. <laughs> probably. But um, they'll probably, it'll probably downgrade some things. I don't know. Um, but hey, looks great. Um, so that's it for episode 22 of the Racial Diversity Gaming Hour. Um, as always, if you want to, um, and of course you want to, you can hit us up on Twitter at the RDGH, T-H-E-R-D-G-H. Um, you can hit us up on Twitter and tell us what you think, and we will talk about it next week. We'll talk about your tweets next week. Um, on, in fact, you can pretty much control what we talk about, uh, which is really cool. You, you can pretty much just tell us, hey... We think this is crazy, you know. We think that PlayStation 4 should stop selling the Vita. And, you know, we will talk about... We will look that up on Twitter, and we will talk about that next week. Um, so, on our Twitter, I don't see anything new. And as far as reviews... Duh, 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 nope, nothing new. So, you guys have been quiet, which makes me sad. But that's okay, we forgive you. Um, but definitely uh, follow us on Twitter, at the RDGH. You can tell us how you're feeling. And leave us a review on iTunes. Subscribe to us on iTunes because we are there. You can get both of our amazing podcasts, RDGH and PSU, if you're, if you're a PlayStation fan. Download it to all of your iThings automagically, um, which is just great. Re leave us a review there. We'll read those aloud next week as well. Um, so that's it. Hey, uh, Ben, I have something to ask you. Uh, sure. How can people contact you? I contact me at chili underscore UK or ben.chillabearhall at psu.com or on neogaf at chili. Awesome. And that's C-H-I-L-L-E, chili. Um, yep. not like the food and not like the weather. He's his own kind of chili. Um, Gary, <laughs> how can people contact you? I'm sorry, I'm so awkward. Um, Gary, <laughs> how can people contact you? Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> He's his own kind of chili. Uh, the most tasty one. He's, Is it turkey? Wow. Okay, we're, that's just getting awkward now. <laughs> okay, <laughs> Let's go, Gary. <laughs> how many Twitter followers are you up to, Gary? I'm 68, I think. I think Sweet. I've got two yesterday. you got two more. Awesome. Um, and what is your Twitter? How can people contact you? You can contact me at Gagalush. That's G-A-G-L-A-U-S-H. Or if you want, you can just hashtag Believing Gary, and I will see it. Mm -hmm. See, <coughs> Believing Gaza. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to get this Twitter thing working because um, I used to say, you know, hashtag RDGH. But Twitter won't show me all of my RDGH hashtags. Go figure. Um, it shows a couple of them for a little while when I search for them, but then it just stops showing them. And, yeah, that's weird because I see one 
completely unrelated RDGH hashtags from like two years ago, and yet they won't show ours. I have no clue. Um, maybe they got deleted. Maybe no, they're they're still there. I can no, like the the person who posted it deleted. No, it. I can look on their thing. I did that with um, Fonz. I looked for his and on his account, and it took me a long time because the guy tweets like fifty times a day, but I found it. it it's there. I, I've just searched RDGH and. April 2nd was the last one for me. Wait, really? Yeah. So if I search uh, RDGH, April 2nd... Yeah. Which was you? It was me. Oh, it was me. Well, come on. That doesn't count. No, but I'm just saying that's the last message that actually pops up. Well, my Twitter isn't even loading <laughs> the RDGH tweets. Didn't we change our hashtag? No, we haven't changed anything. Um, uh, I thought we just hashtag. I thought we did change our hashtag. Yeah, April second. That that was me. Um, but I thought you said it was the RDGH now. No, that's not a hashtag. That's our account. Okay. Um, but if there were ones that I actually asked someone to tweet just to see if it would work, and I saw it. It was there, but now if I search, I don't even see it there. There was. I, I, well, I think we should mention Buffy Bot. Oh dear, everyone save at least hashtag RDH slash yummy fireman. Okay, yeah, I, I keep seeing that one every time I search RDGH. But anyway, um, just don't worry about it. Just follow us on Twitter at the RDGH. Mention us, we'll see it. We will definitely see it because um, the hashtag thing's unreliable. Um, so that's it. Guys, check out Dane's book, The La Sombra Files, L A S O M B R A Files. Um, it's pretty cool. Uh, our host with the most Dane, he's an author. And his, his book, I've been reading it now and then when I get time. It's, it's, it's really good. It's like a mystery thriller kind of book. Um, and it's only a dollar on the Kindle store. You have no reason not to get it. It's, it's a great book. Um, so definitely, and shout out to Dane as well, wherever you may be. Looking forward to seeing you but, again. Yes. But it's not the book I want. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and with that... <laughs> It needs to go on sale. It needs to go cents. on sale for 50 cents. <laughs> he should go to jail for consumer fraud. Sue him now. <laughs> uh, just, just it doesn't fit my needs as a British man. <laughs> There's there no British no people Russian in it. people in the book. Okay. Uh, guys, that's it for the Racial Diversity Gaming Hour. Tune in next week. For more from the most racially diverse cast on the internet today, until then, we wish you a great week, great gaming, and as always, don't be a racist. Thank God for me. And believe in Gaza. Believe. Believe in you. <laughs> Her words unspoken, with silence to blame, how she trusted gave the courage to understand.